You and you alone have 100% control over how your day unfolds. And the beauty of it is all it takes is one hour or less of you controlling the first phase of your morning for you to then be empowered and take control of the whole rest of your day. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to EML Radio. Today, I am going to give you some strategies for helping you take charge of each and every day. You know, I think probably no time more so than now have we just kind of all felt like things just are a little bit out of our control. There's just so many uncertainties in everybody's lives right now, so many job changes, school changes for children. You know, our whole world in 2020 has pretty much been turned upside down. And so now more than ever, we really need to put some tactical practices in place in order for us not to spend every day just simply reacting to all of the things that are coming at us, but we have strategies in place in order for us to take charge, take control of our day, and be proactive in accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish and taking charge of our life rather than just sitting there and reacting to all of the things that the world's throwing at us. So it's safe to say, regardless of whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working mom, working dad, stay-at-home dad, retired, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is we all feel busy. And the reality is most of us are busy. But we do have the option of whether or not we are going to be productive with our time and intentional with our time Or if we're kind of going to use busy as an excuse and allow each and every day just to kind of sweep us off our feet. And at the end of the day, we haven't accomplished the things that we're trying to accomplish, especially in terms of taking care of ourselves. Because you've heard me say it a million times before, but we have a responsibility to everybody that relies on us in our own families, in our own communities, and in the world. We have a responsibility to give those people the best version of ourselves, and we can't do that unless we're actually taking care of ourselves first. And I kind of don't even like to talk about this much anymore because it's just so cliche. You've got all these people all over social media always putting out these memes like, you can't pour from an empty cup and, you know, take care of you first, love yourself. But A lot of people are just saying it and they're not actually doing it. And I know for a lot of people that you almost feel guilty to do that. We've somehow been convinced or we've convinced ourselves that taking care of ourselves is somehow selfish and it couldn't be anything further from the truth. So I'm not any different than any of you listening. This year has turned my world completely upside down. 
And quite honestly, I had already had a really tumultuous two years coming into this year. So needless to say, I have really, I've struggled just like everybody else. I continue to struggle every day, but I am realizing more than ever the importance of me having a morning routine. So these are just going to be some basic principles that I can tell you that on days that I don't implement them, my day is shit, (laughs) honestly. Like I am not in the best spirits. I feel defeated. I end up feeling like irritable or just kind of out of control in my day when I don't take the time to control the first hour of my morning. So I thought, you know, it might be really helpful if I gave you some actual specific actions I take each day to set myself up for a winning day, to set myself up to control my day and accomplish all of the things that I want to accomplish and including, most importantly, taking the time to take care of myself. So here's my big truth. You cannot expect to control your day if you don't take control of the very first hour when you wake. That's the big secret. That's the secret to success, guys. And the thing is, what's so great about it is it really doesn't have to be complicated. So you don't have to have all this major routine in place. It doesn't involve having to leave the house and go hit the gym at 5 a.m. Like, just keep it really, really simple. But you are going to want to give yourself permission to tune out the rest of the world for the first hour of the day. So before I give you some actual strategies and how to do that, I want to just clear up one thing. Because I know there are some of you that are like, there is no way I can make that happen because so-and-so in my family, I've got young kids, people wake up before me, whatever the excuse. And it really is just an excuse. Because if you don't have an hour to yourself each morning, that's on you. You have complete control over that. Yeah, it's probably going to mean going to bed a little bit earlier so you're able to wake up a little bit earlier in the morning. But I promise you, you have full control over it. And you are going to thank me for giving you these strategies as soon as you start implementing it. Because I promise you guys, it'll change your life. So I'm just going to tell you what I do. And then I'm going to give you some ideas and some suggestions along the lines of things to keep out of that first hour in the morning and then some things that you want to make sure you include in it. So step number one is no matter what, you do not snooze your alarm. I have said this literally probably 10,000 times. And those of you who are in my EML coaching group, you know it. Do not allow yourself to snooze. So for one, when you hit the snooze button, physiologically, you are not getting good quality sleep. And you're actually, once you go back to sleep for those nine minutes or however long it is. And in addition to that, your brain function actually decreases because you put yourself into this slight foggy kind of dozy sleep and you do that over and over again. So even though you may feel like, oh, I need 15 more minutes of sleep, that is not good quality sleep. And that sleep is actually diminishing your cognitive sharpness. So number one is absolutely never, ever hit the snooze button. And then I take that one step further. 
because oftentimes the minute I open my eyes, I get this feeling of kind of anxiety. And it's funny because I never had anxiety ever in my life. And now I'm 47 and I'm like, I don't know if it's hormonally or obviously I have a lot of different business things on my plate, but I have a tendency to feel anxious the first thing when I open my eyes and I hate that feeling. But what I noticed, and actually it was Mel Robbins, she has a book. I haven't read the book, but I follow a lot of her stuff online. It's like 321 or 54321, something along those lines. But where you just count down five, four, three, two, one, and you get up. You don't allow yourself to lay there and kind of ruminate on all of the things that are going to be thrown at you that day. And this one is really hard for me, but I've been doing it and doing it consistently. And I'll tell you what, guys, it's a game changer. So instead of laying there, allowing myself to just get flooded with all of these overwhelming thoughts about what I have to do that day, I instead turn off my brain and just simply get up. That simple step of getting out of bed and not allowing all those overwhelming thoughts to come in. So that's just one area that I take the no snooze to the next level. And I highly recommend you do the same because I'm telling you, it has been a game changer for me. Second most important principle of taking control of that first hour of your day is that you have to keep the outside world out of your day. And how do you do that? You do not get on your electronics. None of them. You don't pick up your phone. You don't turn on the internet. You don't check your computer. You don't turn on the television because chances are you're just going to flip on the news and there's just nothing but chaos in the outside world. You want to just literally create this safe place for yourself for that first hour. And that in exchange is going to allow you to control the things that are in your mind. You then are going to be able to be intentional and you get to control what you're thinking about. Because the minute you turn on that darn phone or the TV, oh, what happens? It's like someone's emailed you something that's like, that now just gives you one more thing that you have to think about, or you turn on the news and there's something that's just going to irritate you. So when you turn on electronics within that first hour, you're basically just allowing the outside world to say, hey, Evie, this is how your day is going to unfold. Don't let that happen. So number two principle is to keep the outside world out for one hour. And a really good way to set yourself up for success in that, this is something I've been doing for well over a year now, and I've really kind of required everybody in my family to do the same, no electronics in the bedroom. So we do have a TV, but no phones in the bedroom. Because if your phone is sitting on your nightstand, what's going to happen? You're going to turn over immediately, pick that phone up, and here you're staring at blue light first thing in the morning and allowing the world to control you instead of you controlling you. So just a really good reminder, keep that telephone out of your bedroom. Okay. Number three, and this one is really powerful. And the really cool thing about it is it's completely personal to what you choose to do. But I highly encourage you to take on a morning routine that allows you to connect to your body, connect to your thoughts, and allows you a few minutes to envision. And then if you're like me, I write it down to envision and then write down 
what is your day going to look like? That guy's like, it's so simple. It sounds so simple that I almost feel silly even recording this. But the truth is, it's simple, but most people don't do it. So most people don't realize the actual like powerfulness of being intentional with your thoughts and you sitting down, closing your eyes and visualizing how your day is going to unfold. Because what you think is what you manifest. So if you think about all these things that work is throwing at you or kids not going back to school or your kid wearing a mask or part days or all the other chaos and shit we're dealing with, if you think about that, that's the stuff you are going to manifest. That's the energy you're putting out into the world. And that is all that you're going to get back. So for me, I'm just going to get really specific and tell you guys exactly what that looks like. So I get up instantly. I just brush my teeth real quick and nothing else. Pin my hair up, put on my workout clothes, and I lay out my yoga mat. Now, I am not a yogi by any means. I have a yoga practice because of my dear friend and yoga guru, Jen Harbour. But it's not something that just comes like easy or natural to me. So for me, I get out my yoga mat. I go out when it's nice out. I go on my back patio. I'm blessed to live on a body of water. And so the sound of water and like birds chirping in the morning is just such a great place for me. But I would encourage you to find that place within your house that makes you feel at ease and that allows you to have some peace and quiet. So I lay my yoga mat out. I get my big ideas journal. I keep a lot of different journals, a business one. And then I have one that just on the front of it, it makes me feel happy when I look at it. And I pick up the pen that actually makes me feel happy when I pick up that certain pen. It's like, see what I'm saying here, guys? It's the power is in those little details. Instead of just like slapping out a piece of paper and picking up the marker or whatever is just laying on the counter, be intentional with how you create that space and that safe zone for you to create that first hour of your day. So yoga mat outside, my journal and my good pen that I love to write with. And I set my journal and my pen aside. I make my coffee, one coffee, my espresso with some heavy cream in it. And then I turn on a three minute, just three minute guided meditation. And it's from Jen Harbor. If you go to my Facebook group, it's the EML private Facebook group. She has that guided meditation that I use. I think she calls it the 64 point meditation. And it's really not complicated. Like this is something I can even do because normally I can't quiet my mind enough to meditate, but I've been really, really working on that. So this three minute meditation, she calls, I think it's the 64 point meditation. You basically just sit comfortably, doesn't have to be complicated. And she guides you through connecting to each different spot on your body. And it's so simple, but it's not easy because some days I can make it through the whole three minutes without my mind wandering, and some days I can't. But I'm not striving for perfection. I'm just going through the process so that I practice it, and you practice things to get better. So after my guided meditation, I turn it off, I open my journal, and I have kind of like my why statement that I've worked through with my coach, and it's something I have on my board at my office. I have it at home, on my computer. And just recently, I discovered that if I just write down, I don't have to write the whole entire why statement, 
But if I just write down a portion of that statement, it reminds me of why I do what I do every single day. And if, in case you haven't like timed this, guys, this is probably like 15 minutes into my morning. That's it. Doesn't take long, but just writing that down. Now, I don't feel perfect after that. Like this morning was a perfect example. I still feel somewhat irritable, not enthusiastic about the shit that I had ahead of me today. But after going through the process, I can tell you I felt about 100 times better. Soon as I'm done with that, I lace up my tennis shoes, I grab my dogs, and I take them for at least a 15-minute walk. Usually, it's more like 30. And I'll tell you what, as soon as I get home from that, (laughs) I am totally present. I've had an opportunity to create the day in my mind that I want to have. And that's about 45 minutes. So for me, it takes a little less than a half, a little less than an hour. But no matter what, for that first hour of the day, I own it. And I don't let anybody in there. And I can't tell you all enough how much you are going to want to create ownership in the first hour of your day, because it doesn't take long for you to realize the benefits that you reap and how much control and intention you have throughout the whole rest of your day when you own that first hour. Now, when I said the cool thing about that number three principle is to be able to create a space and a place for you to be intentional, it's going to look different for all of you. And it's looked different in my life over the years. It used to be some cardio training in the morning when I was training. That's really not relevant to me anymore. So just going for a walk is sufficient. So get creative with it. Think about the things that make you feel good and do that. Maybe it's just reading a book for 10, 15 minutes in the morning. It's totally up to you and the sky is the limit. But the key to success in that is that it's something that means something to you, not just something that some motivational speaker or some self-help guru out there told you to do. I've been through that where I've done like morning gratitudes and it works for a short period of time for me. But then like after about a week, what happens is I just find myself kind of digging around in my brain for things that I should write down like that word should, right? And it's not really authentic. And it actually becomes more of a burden to me and it feels like something else I have to get up and do versus something I want to do for myself so that I can take charge of the rest of my day. So that's really, really important. And I'm going to leave you with that is routines are a beautiful thing, but I am more focused on creating rhythm in my life versus a routine in my life. Because sometimes when we create more of a routine, it becomes just that it becomes another box to check and almost one more thing that we feel obligated that we have to do. And that totally defeats the purpose. The purpose of securing that safe, intentional space for yourself in the first hour of the day is so that you start your day feeling good, not to add one more stress and one more task to the beginning of your day. So as you're working through this process, one, no alarm, snoozing, none, right? Get out of bed within five seconds, turn off your brain and start doing. Number two is absolutely shut out the outside world and any source of outside information for that first hour. That first hour is yours. And then number three, create a place to be intentional with your thoughts and to connect with how you want your day to unfold. As you work through that process, 
give yourself permission to change things up here and there. Because as you work through it, you may say, you know what, Evie, like just trying to meditate doesn't work for me, but maybe reading does, or maybe like a hard workout first thing in the morning allows me to really take charge of my day versus going for a walk. Play around with the process and do what is productive and get you results. Not just what I do because it works for me. Do what works for you. So I'm working through this just like all the rest of you. And I can tell you on the days that I drop the ball, and believe me, guys, it happens. It happens less now than it used to in my life. But there are still days out of the month where I'm like, you know what? I know what I could do to make my day better. And I, for some damn reason, consciously choose not to do it, which makes no sense. But hey, we're all human and it happens. But I can tell you on the days that I do that, my day is completely outside of my control. I'm not productive. I haven't taken proper care of myself. I don't eat my good breakfast and everything goes downhill from there. So here's the truth I'm going to leave you with today. You and you alone have a hundred percent control over how your day unfolds. And the beauty of it is all it takes is one hour or less of you controlling the first phase of your morning for you to then be empowered and take control of the whole rest of your day. Your life is up to you guys. Nobody else can't blame outside forces. It's all up to you. So get out there, live your best life and start it by having that morning routine. Thanks a lot. And I appreciate you tuning in as always. We have some really awesome services that I provide Some are paid memberships. Some are just free content that I put out there. Like the podcast is always free. My tech service helps people stay on track on that daily basis. And I just send out through there some inspiring things, some practical things to help each of you create the best version of yourself. So if you haven't yet, be sure to get onto my tech service. All you have to do is just text me at 702-500-1668. And just opt in and you'll get all sorts of help and assistance. And then we have our EML Strong Start program that I'm super excited about. It's launching next week. And I have some seriously huge announcements that are going to come out along with that, uh, causing me to really dive into a whole nother level of vulnerability that I'm scared about, I'm excited about. But we've got that coming next week. That's going to be the second week of September once kiddos are all back in school, even if they're on virtual school, because it's time for all of us to really step up our game and get some structure. And so we're going to roll out 90 days of EML Strong Start that I'm hoping each of you will join me in. So thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. 